Hello and welcome back to the Arc of E podcast. My name is Noah and I am bringing you a very special bonus episode. We're doing a little two by two trailer talk with Mr. Brendan Riley, making a lot of appearances across the network these days. Glad to have him. We promise more in 2023 and we're delivering. Say hello, Brendan. Hello out there. How's everybody doing? They can't talk back. That's something you'll learn. On you'll the find. But uh, I like to think that. Well, they're I all hope do- that they did respond and say, "You know what? All doing I'm great. doing all right." Yeah, I hope they are. I hope everybody is. Uh, so yeah, this is a new thing we're we're trying out. Uh, just yep. Oh, sorry, Brendan's again learning. He's got a he's got a cell phone on. You're playing like Instagram videos, dude. Focus, focus. I was up. trying to turn him off. <laughs> I was trying to turn him off, but they came on. A rookie mistake dude what a what a noob thing to do um hold on sorry see i'm it normally this is where i like we go dead silent and i'm like gavin vamp but he like doesn't do anything and then we just have a bunch of dead air that i have to oh have i mean to i can out. talk about something no it's all good i hope everybody I need to explain a great to people. day yes embrace your energy whatever brings you happiness do more of that whenever you have a fork in the road you take it uh, any more life lessons I can give? Uh, make lemonade or something like that. Yes. When life gives you lemons, make lemon drops. Okay. So, that was great. That was all gold. Loved it. Okay, I'm here we go. I am, I am refocused, reinvigorated. Two by two, mm-hmm. trailer review. Brendan Riley, I'm going to show you two trailers, cold, because you're not a trailer guy. You don't like sit on YouTube and watch this stuff, right? You usually see the stuff in the theater right before it starts when we're next to each other, and you're like, oh, dude, is this the thing? Or, and you're like, or, oh, my I, God, I've been I, out for a minute. <laughs> yeah, or I lean over to you, and I'm like, dude, like, get excited for this thing that we're about to watch. What was the last <clears> one that we really got excited for? Do you remember? When the trailer came out? I remember. I mean, we looked at each other, and we were both like, F, yes. I probably I, I may be misremembering. I mean, the last one I was super jazzed about was Wick Four. But so there's wait, there's actually there's two now. That you were said we in the two. theater together? And they both have Keanu Reeves. Yes, we were in the theater together. Was it Matrix Resurrection? Oh, dude, absolutely Resurrection. We looked at each other and we're like, dude, yeah, that's it. I don't know. I, I think on the other side of that, I still felt that way, and you were maybe a little bit like, it was uh, right. I, I, I mean, I enjoyed the movie, but like. I, I did like the movie. I think maybe that, I gave it like a seven, maybe that, somewhere around there. That uh, is an incredible trailer, though. The trailer was a outstanding. Masterful, dude. Yeah. So good. So I thought it would be fun, because I know you don't normally do this, to just like show you some trailers cold okay. in the room. Let's do it. And I just decided we're doing two. And Love it. it'll be enough to like, we just basically want to find out what you think. You, you'll react in the moment on mic. You know, you don't have to like narrate the whole time. You just watch the thing. Okay, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit afterwards. We'll decide whether you want to see this or not. General thoughts, feelings, etc. So Maybe we'll talk about the action. Some feedback while I'm watching it. You don't necessarily have to. I just want your honest reaction. To, you know, if you if you if you got a, if you got one of these in you, oh, if you got one of those in you, that's cool. How, how was that? Was that good? Yeah, it was good. I like it. Um, you know, hey, I'm let those fly anything but not honest. Those. I tell you the truth when I see something. Absolutely. Okay, this first one is a mere uh, fifty-eight seconds long. Okay. Okay. Longer than most of us can last. <laughs> okay. Here we go.
I mean, it's already setting up for this ominous, eerie vibe. Oh, yep. Love it already. <laughs> Am I supposed to describe things in this? You could wait. But you can also talk because I don't know how well they can hear the, the trailer. Am I allowed to say I'm getting turned on? Sure. I mean... Tell us how you feel. Tell I'm, us how you really feel. I really feel excited when I see anything Scream-related. Are you excited by the setting? Currently, I'm ecstatic about the setting. <laughs> I didn't know that this was already coming out. Okay, we're, do- we're done, right? I can kind of tell by yes. the tones. We're done. Um, March 9th. This coming March? Right around the they're, they're putting two out within a year and a half, and they didn't do one for... Well you'll recall the turnaround between the original scream and scream 2 was pretty much the same hmm. yeah but they, there was a dead space there for a minute between four and the, the most recent one the revival yes but I, i'm just so, talking about the original turnaround and if you look at this as like yes this is like the new reboot essentially but yeah so i'm scream I, six is the I trailer we just watched i am a fanboy this is one of the few franchises that i'm a fanboy about i you know Noah actually convinced me Last year, whatever it was, year plus ago, to go rewatch from one all the way through up to five, and uh, as it was coming out, as it was coming out, so my girlfriend and I at the time, I think both of us somehow had like two or three days off in a row, whatever the case. And you know, because I called you after each one, and then eventually after the whole thing, right? We watched all four of them uh, within like two days and then maybe maybe even a day and then the next day went and watched uh five and i called Noah and i said man it it really holds up love it I if mean, it's not the best slasher out there indisputably the most consistent it is horror franchise fantastic ever. i'm still sad that they killed dewey off but here we are somebody had to go um somebody had to go and i was hoping it wasn't gonna be him but yeah. Another thing you'll learn, but... But the trailer. So back to the trailer. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, keep us trailer, on track. I like it. Go ahead. T- trailer, for me, I had a physical reaction where my heart rate increased. <laughs> I know you thought I was going to say something else. Yes, I was a little turned on. But genuinely, my, my heart rate increased of, of excitement, not of, not of terror, of like, holy shit, they're going to take it out of their little town and they're going to bring it to a city. And then, because you see, I can't remember her, the actress's name right now. Uh, Jenna Ortega. Thank you. Yes. Miss Ortega's there, and you see her for a second. So you assume when she sees these scream masks popping out all over the place that he's coming for her. But then he grabs another girl by the face. Who so was the, in the previous movie. That is Randy's niece. Oh, was it? Oh, it was. Yeah. I didn't put that together. The twins, yeah. Okay. Okay. For a second there, I thought there was going to be no connection. And Jenna Ortega's older sister is also on there. And a few other, a few new characters that we don't know, obviously, yet. So somebody, somebody's obviously um, reviving this to come after her. They're doing a copycat. Um, But everybody's kind of dressed up, though, right? It looks like it's Halloween. It's on the subway. 100% Halloween. So I would assume, which is all, which has always been my, like, dude. Yeah, give me a screen movie set on Halloween when everybody's in costume and like, yeah, you got to deal with. Yeah, you know, I never noticed they never did around. that, did they? No, they were set near Halloween. Um, Most horror movies avoid it actively because of a little movie called Halloween. Movie called Halloween. <laughs> yes. Um, man, I'm I'm excited. I actually genuinely just, just got excited. Dude, I mean, just the idea of like 
the, the fact that it's, it's not in the it's, town that it's New York. Yeah, I mean, well, New York. We, went well, to, we, we went to LA in three. We went to LA in three. Do we know that it's in New York? Did it say New York? I yes, just saw the subway. It's New York. Okay. All okay, of so the all of the marketing has been yes. It's okay. It's New York. Um, you know, question though. It was about what? I think the tagline is New York, New Rules. 80 people were on that subway? Maybe. I don't know. Right. There's a lot of people on the subway. I haven't. I mean, I've, I've watched How the trailer. How many people like on that subway were not stuff, wearing a costume? I don't know. That's why I was like, is it Halloween? I couldn't remember if it's supposed I to be. Would, I would venture to say they might have been the only two that weren't. I would have to go back and watch it again. But, yeah, you know, maybe it's your fault for not partaking on the holiday. Should have covered your face. Maybe. I think that's a cool concept, though. If they're in, like... Presumably, so, it's college, like Scream Two, and they're in college in New York, and something you know it follows them there. But the idea of like if it's Halloween night or like New Year's Eve or something, and it's just like there's a whole crowd of people, and it could be anybody, and then maybe it ends up being a lot of different people. Um, like everybody's going to be cool on the edge of their seats throughout yeah. this movie. Uh, I will. Sure. I mean, I don't know how much this affects it for you. Nev Campbell was supposed to come back, and then there was some contract issues and dispute. They basically would not pony up the dough. They wouldn't pay her what she's worth, and so she's not in this one. But Courtney Cox still is. How you feel about that, dude? How you feel about the first Scream movie with no Sydney Prescott? I, and this is something that I have an issue with across Hollywood in general. I don't know. I've never been an actor. <laughs> Maybe one day. We'll see. A little McConaughey over here in my home. I mean, but, this is um, a great audition reel for you. But, uh, you know, I I have a personal issue when somebody is a face of a franchise and then they make it about money. And this is, this is why. And I understand for both parties, they have their part. They play their part, right? So I'm not trying to advocate for one and not the other. But... My thought is that once I find out that a character is not doing it, or an actor, excuse me, because of money, I now find their character in the movies much harder to believe in. Is it, 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 I know that sounds weird. You're like, wait, how? Well, because now you're telling me that you've been doing this about money, and then I realize, like, hey, this whole thing is, I, it takes me out of the moment of the world of Scream in, into reality, which is, it's all about money. That sucks. So Nev Campbell not being in it, does it suck? Sure. If it's about money, I don't want you in it. You you have no sympathy for the actor in the situation. That's interesting. That's mm. interesting. Yeah. So, but but somebody to, to who, your point, to your okay. point, we don't. Know, go ahead. Go to ahead. your point, you have somebody who's afraid of the franchise. This franchise has made absurd money off of all of these people yes. when nev campbell was in number one she probably got paid peanuts yes. she, she probably ate off the you know tray that was there for for weeks and and lived in some she had party of five money i mean she was doing all right sure but but you get what i'm saying yeah i get what you're saying so on the back side of this franchise that she essentially put on well, her she's back been the figurehead of right the whole time pay her due Exactly, and to that. So that's point, why I say I don't advocate for one or the other. Well, I get it. To that point, and we will. Ne- I don't think we'll ever know the actual, like, literally the financials. But from her camp and the statement she released, basically, it was like an insultingly low offer okay. kind of thing, where it was like, seriously, like you want you want me to come back and like do the thing, but like, and it's sh- and again, the mo- 
the one they just made was a massive success. Like, a huge success on a limited budget, which is another reason why you're sitting there going, like, okay, you can't shell out. Like, again, presumably her role was going to be kind of minimized in this or she was going to be more bad. Like, the vibe we got from the last one is, like, her and Gail are kind of, like, passing the torch to the younger generation, but they'll, they'll still be around. Like, that's what I thought we were kind of setting up. But, yeah, now if you... Courtney Cox is still in this one. So I'm guessing Courtney Cox was okay with her offer then. And it had to be somewhere less than Nev Campbell. Well, we don't know because Courtney Cox is another factor who's, she's been in every single one of these as well. And she's just as much a face of the franchise. And so was, you know, so was Dewey and, or David Arquette rather. And it's just like, I, I don't know. We'll never know the exact, like, here's what she wanted. Here's what they offered her. Now I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Did, did. Arquette go out on top because now is it going to unravel? I well, hope not. And again, that's why I had I had reservations going into the reboot in the first place, and they totally I was like just so because it was, was great. Like, well, but it was just like this is the first one without Wes Craven. Like, is it gonna feel too different? This, that, etc. Like, I don't know that I like the sisters as much as I like Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox. But agreed. But I also the other thing I've been speculating on. The other sister, excuse me that I can't remember her name right now, um, but the Sam Carpenter character, Jenna Ortega is pretty much like out of commission for most of the movie. Right. But she has in the intervening time (laughs) that these movies were made become like one of the biggest stars of her age range. And so I feel like they are going to do what I kind of thought they might do by the end of the first reboot, which is kill the older sister and have... Jenna Ortega kind of take over as that Sydney figure because of how popular she is in general. Do now. you know? I feel like she's the way forward. How many more views that this movie's going to get because of Wednesday? Oh, for sure. But can I also tell you a character? Okay, so we don't have Nev Campbell returning. Sydney's not in this, as far as we know. Now, all of this could have been a big smokescreen bullshit, like. And you're you're do- hoping it and is. And she does show up. I mean, that would be amazing. That would be ideal. Because, again, I'm I'm not quite cool with just, like, it's fucking Sydney Prescott, dude. She is these movies. Like, what are we doing? But somebody who is returning, fan favorite from four. You never saw her die. Hayden Panettiere as Kirby. The female horror movie expert who stuck around pretty much till the end. You never saw her die. She's back in this one. There was a Wait, teaser who would, who in would five. Two, it was the dude that, so what, the, one of the friends was one of the killers. Who was the other killer? It was Culkin and uh, Jenna Roberts. That's right. The, the niece. Yeah, Sydney's niece, remember? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. And she ain't bad to look at either. Hayden Panettiere? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, but she's we, she's back. So they're they're still they're incorporating things from the franchise, but So they're making so, a universe. I mean it is well, a I universe. Mean, it, but, it always has been, but, but they're, they're just connecting. they're bringing her back in as a kind of to me it's like, well, we lost a legacy character in Dewey. So they're gonna do so Panettiere bring, or Ortega Kirby in. And Campbell, Kirby was always and they're gonna make their own favorite. Avengers. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, I again, I have super high hopes. I'm excited for it. We'll be going to see it in the theaters, obviously. We will. So this one, this one's a big old check mark. All right, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. show you one more. Right. <clears throat> if you can attempt, if 
for the listeners. Now you'll probably uh you probably won't have as many like in the moment reactions to this one, and it's a little more dialogue driven, but also lots of visuals. So um if you can just try and hold it like kinda close to the mic maybe a little bit just so it picks up a little more for the listener or cup it with your hand however you want to do it okay well yeah you can click you can know that this one this the title is not a spoiler so you can start the play button for yourself I mean, I'm sold already with Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, that's... Well, that was easy enough. You know. This is all over the place in the best way. This doesn't seem as like disturbing as Midsommar. <laughs> oh, well that part does. That was just pure stimulus porn for the for the eyes. That was, I think, beautifully shot. I think I'm just happy with with the trailer yeah, by well, itself. I love some of that pure stimulus porn for you, the yeah. eyes. What a fucking <laughs> weird way to put it. But all right. But dude. you know what I mean when you watch that, uh, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm um, I a big Joaquin Phoenix fan. Um, I think favorite we, favorite we working are. actor. Uh, uh, so I'm just I'm, is, yeah. I'm in off of that alone uh but i think the trailer was captivating i mean i think i had know what it is i'm not sure time will tell when we go see it uh but it, it you know it does look like maybe he's got some sort of manic issues going on and he's projecting what's going on in his head into the real world so these apocalyptic looking 
scenes are actually going on in his head, it's not realistic. I'm sorry, I passed it down for your pack. I passed down from your father, meaning, hey, he had depression, anxiety, OCD, whatever it may be, and you inherited that, and that's why he's like afraid to leave. He's talking to his mom. He's taking these meds, and you're seeing these visuals. That said, even me telling the listening audience that like doesn't do it justice in, in what I just watched. Uh, <laughs> right. it, it was beautifully shot. It was colorful. It was fun. And it seems to be the exact opposite of some of the other movies that he has done. So his, this is Ari Aster's latest. I've been waiting for this for quite a while. Um, he, of course, is the director of Midsommar and Hereditary, two of the best horror films of the modern era. Um, and now I've been waiting for this one because he was like, I'm going the, other way. the whole press tour for Midsommar, people are like, what are you going to do next? He said, straight up, epic nightmare comedy. And we were like, what the fuck does that mean? But apparently the original cut of this movie is like four and a half hours long. I don't oh, know how long the shit. version we're going to get is. Probably in the like two and a half hour range. Maybe three hours. Who knows? So it's done. Um, oh, it's done. It comes out in a couple months. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, we were hoping we were going to get it last year, actually. Uh, it was originally called Disappointment Boulevard but they changed the name to Bo is Afraid like very recently. And people were like, what the hell is this? Then they released the first poster, which people are also really puzzled by. But now with this trailer, I think you can wrap your head around all of it, what it's going to look and feel like. Uh, for me, this looks very, uh, very much like him moving into like Charlie Kaufman territory. Charlie Kaufman's one of my favorite writers and uh, a great director as well, but he wrote eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Great. I'm sure you saw that. Yep. Uh, adaptation with Nick Cage. Sure. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Being John Malkovich. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it looks very cerebral, surreal out there, and it looks funny. And that is the thing with <laughs> But that's what the... I mean by stimulus, right? Because yeah. it, it, it does look surreal while you're watching it and is activating that part of the brain. But you're also like, as you're, you're thinking, you're like, this is kind of funny. Oh, absolutely. He, like... Midsommar and Hereditary. I know you haven't seen either of them because you're a Frady cat. That's okay. I literally it's told okay. you that what twenty minutes ago. But here, here's the thing that I don't know that you <laughs> that anybody would ever tell you about those movies. They're fucking funny. They're really funny, but not in a like, oh, I'm laughing, like I'm laughing. This is bad or this is awkward. Or whatever. It's like, no, they're like brilliant dark comedies. There are moments, and the more and more I rewatch them, I'm like, his sense of humor is so so twisted but you also thought that in in, forgive this comparison here Mm -hmm. but you also thought barbarian was funny barbarian is funny (laughs) barbarian's hysterical i just didn't find it as funny as you did i'm not saying i found it scary barbarian is one of the funniest movies i'm not saying i found it scary i just found justin long's character to be so aloof that Mm -hmm. i just i couldn't buy into the comedy part of it it just The, the aloofness was the comedy. I just found him annoying. Obliviousness to his situation and surrounding. That was the comedy. I found him annoying. Okay. And he was an asshole. Okay. But Hereditary Midsommar, it's it's indescribable. To me, it's one of those things you just have to key into where you're like, this is really funny though. Like this, I know this is really dark and absurd, but this is also really funny and I see 
that he thinks this is funny. It's like a, so the idea of him making a comedy is very exciting to me. And this tra- a, the trailer genuinely made me laugh like three or four times. 100%. Just from Joaquin's reactions to things. Like, 100%. I hit you with my car. Why? <laughs> like, that shit's funny, dude. I, I like him. To me, we haven't seen him in it, but obviously... <laughs> Sounds stupid to say when he won the Oscar for Joker just a couple of years ago, but we haven't seen him in, in like a big, like performance performance. So in you're a, excited. Like I mean, a, if you could oh, see I'm, Noah right I'm now, his his animation in person. I mean, Joaquin's my dude, man. That's you, my. I'm, a, you I'm know, always arms up, big eyes. He's excited, and it's him. It's him coming together with one of my favorite working directors right now, who is two for two. I love like those are two stone cold masterpieces out of the gate. Like well, that's a I great way to, to start your get career. Get over my fears and watch it. So I'm like, yeah, you got him combining forces with Joaquin, and like we see Amy Ryan in there, one yep. of my favorites who hasn't been in anything in a bit. Nathan Lane, who I feel like I, I haven't that. seen in a movie when in he forever. Popped in, I was like, Wait, like yo, yeah, where did he come from? Uh, I know from the extended cast list, like uh, Gandolfini, uh, Michael Gandolfini, uh, James' son is in this. Who Kind of made a little bit of a splash in the Many Saints of Newark uh, two years ago, but it's, uh, this might be a little bit more of a coming out party for him. I don't, I don't even know if I saw him in the trailer, but he's in this. I, know. I don't want to oversell it, but it is difficult to put into words the trailer, right? I mean, it's oh, just certainly. stimulus. That's it's one of those. Just, that. just go watch it. Uh, check out the trailer and let us know what you think. We will definitely be going to see it, and it is, uh, I think, very easily one of my two most anticipated movies of this year. The other would be Killers of the Flower Moon. Can't wait to get a trailer for that, maybe on a future episode. I'm going to take a shot news. in the dark here. What's that? Future, future bet here, if you will. What's that? That Bo is Afraid, by the end of 2023, will be in Noah's top 10. I'm making that claim right now. I think I, I will second that. Purely probably, yeah. because of your admiration for Joaquin Phoenix. And the movie just looks fun. I mean, yes, he is my my favorite working actor. But also, I I will uh, give a movie not a great review if I didn't think it was great. That uh, movie is called Joker. Still can't believe he won the Academy Award for it. Like I get it, but I don't get it. Like you guys could you didn't have given like it. it. No, that's a whole other episode. We've well, talked about this. We have talked about it. I liked it. I, I mean, I, I didn't love it because there was people that, like, hey, man, that was great. And I was like, all right, well, it wasn't great. It was good. So no date date for it yet, but it just says in theaters this April. And it's an A24 release. Obviously, it'll be it, it'll be a wide release in the same way that Midsommar and Hereditary were. Uh, and I think with the being able to slap Joaquin on the poster, and I think and I think enough people will check it out. I'm interested to see your average moviegoer's reaction to it. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. You you look excited as well. So well, that no. we're we're two for two on this two by two trailer review. With, yeah, those, uh, those are Noah and Brendan with Broa. Like, that's Broa. what he, say, that's what gonna, he keeps saying. He Brendan wants to and call Noah. Us. We're calling each other Broa. I, uh, I don't like it, so I don't want to do it. But you write in thearchive at gmail.com. If you think it's good, we'll keep it. Please say no, though. Please say no. If you have any better ideas for Brendan and Noah, let us know because no yeah. ending doesn't even work. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, Broa is really like the best we got. Yeah, or we could just, you know, be our own individual selves. But I'm we could do that too. Better when we're together. I mean, okay, we'll figure it out, dude. We'll figure it out. Thank you for uh, joining us on this special uh, bonus, b- 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 bonus episode of the Arc of E. 
podcast. Uh, this has been two by two trailer talk. We'll probably do this again soon. I want you to just stay off, stay off the internet. Just don't watch any trailers. I don't anyway. I know you don't. This will be very easy. You're the perfect guy to do this with. Uh, yeah, this was fun. Um, We had a good time. Yeah. I hope everybody else had a good time. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. You're so kind to the listeners, dude. People are going to love you. And I hope they're responding. They're they're listening and being like, you know what? I am having a good day. You want to shout out your social media? Let me get some follows. Uh, BM Riley. Spell spell that out for people. R-E-I-L-L-Y 13. Um, give me a follow. Give check, me a like. check him out in the friends list on the Arc of E's. Uh, that probably be that's the Arc of E network on Instagram. BM Riley 13. Yes. Yes. Brennan Riley, thank you so much for joining us. And, Had a blast. Uh, until next time, thank you for listening. <laughs>